When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning and welcome to the NBA Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Jared Weiss. I'm joined by Mo Tequil. We have Brian Smith producing today, and we had an overtime thriller where the Indiana Pacers beat the Golden State Warriors without their starters, or pretty much all their starters. I have no idea how this happened, uh, but it starts with Chris Duarte, the future of the Pacers, with 27 points on 10 for 16 shooting and three big steals. I mean, no, you know where I think it starts with? The uniforms, because that looked like a home game <laughs> for the Pacers. How are they able to play wear the yellow uniforms when the Warriors have the yellow court down? It was a home game for them, Jared. All kidding aside, that was an unbelievably gutsy win for the Pacers. Like, they gave up a lead down the stretch. They hit a huge three off the inbounds to tie it. Steph Curry gets lost a little bit, you know, just on, you know, takes one second gets turned around real quickly they hit holiday holiday hits a big three with Juan Toscano Anderson coming over just big time stuff and then just Duarte goes off and continues to go off in the fourth quarter and overtime and shout out to Sykes who he only had 10 points but he came through five in the overtime in a row a little 5-0 run from Sykes I mean he had a deep pull-up three which gave them back the lead and then a really fascinating play where I think it was, I forget, was it Duarte who was getting top blocked by or fronted by Curry? And it just left a little bit of a sliver of a window for Sykes to drive down the middle and get past Iguodala, who barely gets off the finger roll. He's given up like a foot to Iguodala. I mean, I was just an indie. I was standing right next to Sykes. I'm six feet and I was looking down at him. I mean, this dude is listed at six, but he's like five, ten, maybe even less. And the way that he was able to just race to that backboard to put up what ended up being the game winner was incredible. Oh, I mean, just an unbelievable play. The way the Pacers stuck with it. I mean, let's just talk about this. No Sabonis. He rolled his ankle against the Lakers. No uh, Levert. Gave him a a night off on a second night of a back-to-back. Obviously, no Turner, no McConnell, no TJ Warren. I don't know who else is missing for them, but just hey, we're going to roll and we're going to play. The Warriors were favored by 15 and a half points. And for this game to be just even close would have been a victory for them. But the fact that they were able to pull this thing out in overtime, Jared, unbelievable stuff. Yeah, and credit to producer Brian for finding that line there, uh, which... You didn't need to tell him that. I was going to sound informed. Nobody cares. <laughs> Listen, the man doesn't get to talk. I'm at least going to give him props <laughs> where he deserves it. It's really funny how we're three minutes to the show. We haven't even talked about Steph yet, who was incredible. And had one of the best Steph plays of the year, really one of the best I've seen in a long time, where late in the game, I guess half-court-ish pass is floating towards him. Justin Holiday looks like he's going to be in position to pick it off. And Steph somehow reaches around Holiday to tip the ball to himself, gets it, and then drives through like three defenders and has an unbelievable up and under that when it went up, I had no idea how he even got the shot above the defenders and hits it, and then you see him laying on the ground, and he has this, like, stunned look on his face. Like, it's one of those moments where Steph is so miraculous, he pretends that he can't even believe that it happened. 
Well, I think it was more he was shocked that there was no foul call. Because I have no idea how how there was no foul call on that one. Like, that one's pretty wild in in my opinion. It looked like a car crash in the air, basically. I mean, it was was easily a foul. And here's the big thing, because Steph was phenomenal. He had no help tonight. 39 points, 8 assists. And I'm shocked he got 8 assists with the way the rest of the Warriors shot the ball. Steph had six threes, went six of 16 from the field. The rest of the Warriors went, I can't do the whole math, but only made three. They went nine of 42. Jared, you could do the math. Just an unbelievably poor shooting performance from those guys. And I don't know what the hell happened to Jordan Poole tonight. He couldn't make a shot. Was hitting shots off the side of the backboard and things like that. This weird shooting night for them. I mean, Jared, I'm, I'm kind of just caught off guard. I mean, the funny thing was Golden State, they tied it back up late in the fourth quarter. Obviously, they tied it at the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, they had a brief lead at the end there, but they missed so many shots at the end of this game. You know, when it got to the heat of crunch time, they missed everything. They had so many chances to tie it up or to win it, and they just kept bricking and getting offensive rebound. They're bricking all over again. It's weird to see the Warriors being the cold team. Even Curry on an offensive tip out had a pretty good look, and he just misses an open three for Curry. And that's one of those things. When he caught it, I was like, oh, that this is going to go to double overtime. The Pacers struggled to close this one out. All the Pacers got to do is inbound the ball and get fouled. And instead, they inbound the ball, and the Warriors force a jump ball. And then on the jump ball, the Indiana Pacers knock it out of bounds. It's just a wild play right there. The, the, the Warriors have another chance at it. Smart foul from the, the Pacers. Hey, we're not going to let Curry get a... a a three up. They bring Clay back into the game, and then Clay drops the ball out of bounds. It was just some weird stuff at the end from the Warriors. I know Clay's coming back from injury, no Draymond, but man, this was a very un Warriors like game, except for the 21 turnovers. We're used to that from them now. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, out in Dallas, the Phoenix Suns win 109 to 101. Dallas had a Nice lead for most of the, I guess, from the middle of the second quarter to the middle of the fourth quarter. Save one little Phoenix comeback there. But end of the game, is Bismack Biombo the best center for this team? I mean, if Chris Paul's out there, it kind of seems like anybody that plays center for this team is going to be a great center. Um, slap yourself in the face, please. <laughs> he was just, he was really good at the end. And they made that nice little run with him and CP running that game. He was really good at the end. They also gave up 10 offensive rebounds. Like, it's not a... Uh, uh, Let's slow our roll here because I feel like this is going to be the coming take here for the next few weeks is, oh, they can do it without any big. They need DeAndre Ayton. Why like, just DeAndre Ayton? They need DeAndre Ayton. Everybody just needs to relax and all that. Bismack Biombo has been really nice. He's really helpful. Going to play a role for them, but everybody chill, please. Please relax. And 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 I will wait right now, Jared, until you slap yourself in the face. Okay, so. There we go. Thank that was you a real slap much. in the face, America. Let's be honest here. It was an impressive run from the Suns. In the fourth quarter, going a 22-6 to run to close out this game. I mean, the, the Mavs offense just went to a screeching halt. And it was the defense kind of tightened up. And they were able to just, the Suns were able to just find buckets. And it was really Mikhail Bridges making some big plays. When they would double Booker, the ball would get to 
Paul, the ball would get swung around to Bridges, and then Bridges would attack and make the right play out of that. It was a real impressive performance from him and the Suns. Mikhail Bridges, really fascinating stat line. He had 12 points, 5 for 11 shooting, 0 for 4 from 3, 8 rebounds, 6 times, and 4 steals. And it all kind of flowed through him at the end of the game. You know, the other thing, too, Jared, that was a problem for the uh, Mavs, 19 turnovers for 31 Phoenix Suns points. Doncic had eight turnovers. This is getting to the point where I'm really getting frustrated with Luka, who, amazing as he is, he has a tendency to jump in midair with, like, no plan. And as soon as, or, or whatever his first plan is, when that gets taken away, he just throws the ball somewhere, hoping it lands into uh, a Mavs hands. And usually it ends up in the other team's hands, and that's what happened a ton this time. Jalen Brunson and Luka Doncic combined for 14 turnovers. That is double the entire Phoenix roster. Chris Paul, 11 dimes, zero turnovers in 36 and a half minutes. I mean, the guy is perfection. I mean, Chris Paul's, you know, this is the guy, man. This is this is what we talk about with him. He has that steadying force. He just constantly was diming out everybody and then hits the dagger three. You know, pretty good defense. Brunson's trying to play him for the drive. CP goes into the uh, step back and just drills the three, and that ends up being the dagger for the night. One last game, New Orleans Pelicans. They beat the New York Knicks at MSG 102-91. to Jose Alvarado, another good game. 13 points, 6 for 9 from the field, 4 dimes, 4 steals. I, I wanted to give him a shout-out because the Pelicans deserve a shout-out, but we got to talk about the Knicks because uh, the Knicks fans seem to hate the Knicks right now. And maybe one of the best things that come out of the NBA that, so far this year was a photo that I saw on Twitter of a dude watching The Office at MSG. But the best part is that he's watching it without subtitles on. So he's just watching blank scenes from The Office just because that's better than having to watch the Knicks. Was the song like, hello, darkness, my old friend, kind of playing in the just background. Just slowly zooms just, in just, on his just, face. Just, just, just into everything that was going, like he was just trying to find his happy place. Listen, the final score is not representative of how much of a blowout this game was. The Knicks were getting the brakes beaten off of them, right? They score only 17 points in the first quarter, only 15 points in the third quarter, allow 35 points from the Pelicans in the third quarter. It was just one of those nights where the Pelicans kind of come out to play and the Knicks just sort of came out thinking that they were going to be able to just, Hey, we can walk our way through this game. And Knicks fans are hard, man. We see how they react when they get a win, they go nuts and the bing bong and everything with that. But listen, when you're not coming to play, the garden's going to be just as tough a place to play as it is in Philly. I love how before we taped the show, Mo's like, I don't want to talk about this game. It sucks. And then I bring it up anyway because we have a minute left. And he, of course, just like nails it, just riffs it off. I mean, this guy's a pro. Unlike the Knicks, he actually can execute. And so we're going to leave it on that. The Athletic NBA Show, Daily Ding. You find it there every single morning. iTunes, Stitcher, wherever the hell's podcasts are these days. Brian Smith's our producer. Mo DeKeel's our analyst. I'm Jared Weiss. Mo, take us out of here. Bing bong. <laughs>